The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's talk a little bit about your Browns fandom. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I go down. Uh, my dad and I make an a annual trip down every single year. We've been doing it since 2007. Uh, and I'm third generation Browns fan. So this is this was kind of born into me by choice. Probably wouldn't be my first pick with all the suffering that we've gone through. And then it got passed down to me and I have had a, a less successful run as a fan so far. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Thank you, Rick Regan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our two of the best dang daytime sports talk show. Certainly in Canada, uh, we're also the only daytime sports talk show in Canada on national television. In America, we're one of them. And we're on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, and then, of course, podcast form, and we're streaming live on YouTube. Clark tells me that Moose is not with us. and uh, But he will be, I'm sure, because I told him we were going to talk to him. Allie in Texarkana writes in, and she says, Yay, story time with Rod is the best. Uh, yeah, well, it's funny. We're why why not? Okay, we got him. Darren and I were talking about the ballet, and this is hilarious. And people here are they're writing in, going, "What's the ballet?" And they're saying, "Well, it's code, <laughs> and it actually is code." So if you don't know what the code is, I'm afraid we can't tell you. <laughs> sorry, you're either in the um, club or you're the not. Stamps fan, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. And uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, I think he's figured out what the code is, but he said, Rod doesn't seem like a ballet kind of guy. Well, again, none of you knew me prior to 2015. And just so you know, you didn't want to know me prior to 2015. But I will say this, 2008, July, Saskatchewan Rough Riders are at the Calgary Stampeders. You might know this story. My radio color commentator, Carmelo Carturi, could not make it because his sister was getting married. So we had to find a replacement color guy to go on the road to uh, Calgary. Do you know this story, Darren? No. Who did we bring up? Guy by the name of John Lynch. John Frenzy, the Hall of Fame Rough Riders color man who was the voice of the riders and did color, did both roles, 1972 to 1982. Anyways, we get to Calgary and John was very, very nervous about going on the air. And I'm like, what are you nervous about, John? All these people know who you are, but he's very nervous. So I took him out on the town the night before the game, and wouldn't you know it, we ended up at the ballet. And uh, somehow or another, the bouncer at the ballet, which this, you ever, the ballet had bouncers. Can you believe that? And uh, the, ba- the, the bouncer is from Saskatchewan, and he knew us. And we ended up on the stage dancing the two of us me and john frenzy and dag nabbit he forgot all about the football game the next day he wasn't nervous anymore you're welcome <laughs> and the next day was the last game that matt dominguez ever played actually it was august of 2008 because we were eight no or six and oh whatever it was we, we that ended the winning streak sandro d'angelo's kicked the game-winning field goal on the last play and it was the last Ryder game Matt Dominguez every play ever played. He tore his knee in that horrendous turf at McMahon Stadium in Calgary. And uh, that was, uh, there you go, story time. Hopefully that made sense to everybody, including Allie and Texarkana. I know it does to you, Darren, and that's all that matters. Yes. Uh, I just a hyper-focused hockey story here that will mean not a lot to a lot of people, but it means a lot to us. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg writes in and he says, how about James Patrick 
becoming head coach of the, the Victoria Royals. That's notable for a few reasons. Notable enough that my brother would text me that yesterday, that James Patrick, affectionately named Jeep, that's his nickname, James Patrick, would take over in Victoria with the Royals. And I just got to tell you this, my brother went to Notre Dame College with James Patrick, and we both love James Patrick, so that's why he was texting him. Like, of course, I knew that, primarily because I get the emails from the Victoria Royals they're one of the few teams that hasn't forgotten about me. And I'm just going to the big board here, Darren, because this is hard. This is a lot of hockey. James Patrick played 1,280 NHL games. And he went to Notre Dame College. That's where my brother knew him. First round pick, ninth overall of the New York Rangers. Played a lot of years with the Rangers. And then the Hartford Whalers, and then the Calgary Flames, and then the Buffalo Sabres. 1,280 games. That's a lot. And by the way, he was also on the 87 uh, Canada Cup team. And the only reason I know that, because you know what a couple of hockey nerds Serena and I are, we were watching Mario Mike and Mr. Greatness, or the great one, whatever it was called. And I'm, I'm looking, I always look at the name bars. And James Patrick was on the team. I'm like, what the hell's James Patrick doing on this team? Not that he didn't deserve to be there, but I kind of thought he was like the ultimate utility guy, James Patrick, when he played as a, and I, and I guess he was. That's how he lasted, 1,280 games. And he's now the head coach of the Victoria Royals. Anyways, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I'm somewhat ready to move on. What do you have to say? Because we just talked about this last hour. Do I talk too much? <laughs> It's important to have somebody to tell these stories too. And I know we got the audiences listening, but you know, you don't get the reactions of the audience. You don't get to see them laugh and, you know, and, and that's what I enjoy too. Right. I mean, but the only thing I can say is like, I remember that and I didn't think the ballet would be so expensive as it is, but the ballet sure is expensive. At the end of the day. Hot damn. Um, Guess it depends what you're spending your money on. When Jeff the Stams fan says, Jeff the Stams fan says, didn't think Rob would be much of a ballet guy. I'm not the biggest ballet guy, and guess, but this is as God is my witness. I went because all my friends were going. I wasn't the one leading the charge to go, believe me. I was there. Yes, I was there. And I could have gone home to bed. But no, who does that? Jeff's the Stams fan says, by the way, I can tell you there aren't near as many ballets in Calgary as there once was. I will say I, this. <laughs> talking about ballets, yeah. I, went to the, I went to the ballet in Winnipeg. I fell asleep. The actual ballet. It was the actual oh, ballet. And it's not that the ballet was boring. It was late. That... My mom and dad went to the, ba the ballet in Minnesota in the 60s with Bob Sambrick, and he fell asleep on the stage. The Code Ballet. Right on. <laughs> I can see it leaning see, on the stage. Yeah, Jeff, the Stams fan, says the ballet is only as expensive as you want to make it. Yeah, it was never that expensive for me. Jennifer at the Four Seasons. Are we getting into deep yeah. ballet talk here she says so did you just go to brandon then or in winnipeg well i was only 18 gas money was at a premium why would we go any further than brandon would they have a ballet in brandon what more do you need you've been to one so ballet i actually never went to the ballet and yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> right what else you get it yeah i mean i never went in winnipeg ever but because I was a big Hooters fan there, and I liked the, um, to be honest, I liked the food. A lot of people don't believe me that that's why I went, but I really loved the wings there. Mark and Melford says, I did not know you were that culturally rich by going to the ballet, Rod. Yep. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, wow, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall to see Rod and John Lynch dancing on the ballet floor. And somebody wrote in here and asked if I changed my name at the door. No, see, this is the problem. I never hid. Never. 
<laughs> and, and again, you didn't know me prior to that. Darren and I met in 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I was, I was out there, Jerry. If we had known. All the time. It'd be Sterling Peterson in the door if we had known each other back then. Yeah, no, I did not change. And I, looking back, I hear all these stories now. Um, I'm actually glad that you all think that I'm uh, this responsible old man. I'll take it. Because after I got sober, it's wild. I got in, went into Montreal with the Rough Riders and all the Alouette staff. I beat down the door of the Rough Riders, the visiting radio booth, to tell me stories about Manziel and what he was pulling in Montreal with the Alouettes. Man, are we off the road. I don't know what Jordan is going to label these titles for this show today. <laughs> Real talk. With Joy Bahar and Whoopi Goldberg. The view for sports fans. Because this is what really happens. So guys were coming to me and gals actually from the Alouette saying, yeah, yeah, Manziel, he's got, he, he goes to this club. It's actually where all the Canadians go, but he's got the money that the Canadians do. And you got to check your phone at the, at the door. High end because the top floor. And so when you go in there, you have to toss your cell phone in the thing at the front door. Everybody. So that no pictures get out. If you want to know how Johnny has largely gone undetected for so long. And I mean, I don't get it. Like Manziel had to, uh, I, think it, I think it's okay now. We talked about the Manziel Netflix documentary yesterday. Remember he, when he came into the CFL, he had to reach all the, meet all these caveats or whatever. And just so you know, <laughs> I was never arrested. I never got in trouble. I just made a fool of myself. That's it. The only one I did damage to was me. But in Hamilton, uh, he totaled a rental car. That's the story I heard. You ask your boy, Duncan, he'd probably corroborate it. Because we talked about it at the time. I'm like, why are you not reporting this? And for whatever reason, he, you have to ask Dunk. But what they end up doing, like they always do with Manziel, they just got him out of town. So they traded him to Montreal. And I'll never forget, you know Bob Marier. You know, guy, you know Bob Marier. And it's 111 Eastern, by the way. Sober coach to the stars, Bob Marier in Montreal. He called me. I don't know where I was. What year, though? 2016, something? Phone rings. He's like, Rod. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. And you know how he talks, Marier. Darren, he goes, is Johnny Manziel supposed to be drinking? And I'm like, uh, I don't think so. Why? I'm looking at him right now. He's on a patio bar in Peel Street. Drinking a beer, middle of the afternoon. I'm like, what do you want me to do about it, Bob? Well, should the Alouettes know? They just got him in a trade. They just gave up three first-round picks for this guy. He's not supposed to be drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't care, Bob. Call Cavis Reed. I'm pretty sure he's going to tell you he didn't care either. The general manager of the Alouettes. Like, I... But again, they get... I don't understand how some things get reported and then some things don't. I know. Sorry to drop either. that on you. I don't no, know what I, you're supposed to say. Yeah. I don't, I don't either. Um, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, you have to, you, I mean, in, in the case of reporting it, I mean, you'd have to have Bob take some photos and send some photos in and have some proof. Otherwise, it's, you know, potentially just allegations. Like, he might be drinking a non-alcoholic beer. I don't know. But, you know, um, but yeah, that's, it. you know, interesting. Because guys like that, like, when, when you're making a move and you've, got, you've been given all these things that you need to do, but you haven't decided that you need to do them, right? You know, oh, these are the conditions to play football. You find time to do it. I just won't do it around my football people, so they won't ever know. You never know who's oh, watching. Yeah. That's the thing. I did, it in, I did my transgressions in front of everybody. I get into recovery, and you're supposed to admit your sins, you know, with, a, with another guy. And I'm like, there, I got no secrets. None. Everybody knows. You know, so it was actually a good thing. That's probably why I went so far and had success in recovery. I wasn't hiding anything. Everybody knows. Jason in Red Deer, uh, to interject some sanity in this, he writes in and says, is anyone else a bit disturbed seeing Ticat fans dumping their Grey Cup tickets now that Hamilton is out? I would still go for the experience. Good for you, Jason. Stop trying to manufacture a controversy. 
It happens every year. Did you watch the Great Cup last year in Regina? Next. <laughs> Patrolman Pete says, Johnny Football's heart clearly wasn't in it. What can you do? Uh, talked with uh, jo uh, Johnny McNamara, Andy McNamara yesterday, the big Browns fan, and he's, you know, he won't watch the documentary because he's still ticked off at Manziel for what he did in, or didn't do in Cleveland. Go watch the documentary. He goes, I just don't, didn't want to do it anymore. It wasn't fun when I got out of college. <laughs> if anybody gets it, it's me. It's like Ricky Williams. That interview, by the way, I hope you guys are starting to put some thought into the year-end interviews so it's a little easier. I want the Ricky Williams interview in our best of. Can we write that down? Because I still have people here in Florida saying, you had Ricky Williams on your show? It just happened two days ago. So, you had Ricky Williams. He doesn't do any interviews. I know. But he walked away from the NFL. And it's interesting because it's like nobody remembers his name for the last 20 years. I do. Because I thought, what a huge set of balls that guy's got hanging on him to walk away from the NFL. He did it. I know. You know? He didn't want to do Crazy. it anymore. Yeah, I can. And, yeah. Yeah. I know. It's just like the, the confidence. The nerve to be themselves. Yes. Yeah. The confidence to just be yourself. And, and if it's not making you happy, I'm not going to do this anymore. So many people go through that and just, you know, oh, people are expecting me to do this. I'm just, should, I should probably do it. You know? And he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. I want to smoke weed. I'm going to go somewhere where I can smoke weed. Be happy. <laughs> well, we all thought. <laughs> We all thought that was the deal, that all he wanted to do was go smoke weed. And in a way, maybe it was. But I think he was kind of, listen, you talk to most football players, high-level football players, the second it's over, they don't want to go back. And the only reason AP wants to go back now is because he needs the money. You know, that most guys don't want to go. They don't want to go back to the training. They sure as hell don't want to go back to getting hit. They don't want to go back. Wes Cates told me being yelled at. And having a coach in your face every day, pointing out every little thing you do wrong, once you realize, because you've been in football your whole life, you go down and realize, wait a minute, you don't have to live that way? Ricky was ahead of his time, that's all. And what did Ricky say in that interview? He goes, ah, for those of us that were ahead of our time, we just got to sit back and wait for people to catch up. Uh... The Puck and the Pigskin podcast says uh, that Ricky Williams interview was definitely top three of RP Show interviews. Robert Campbell in Las Vegas says, Ricky Williams interview, some of your best work, RP. And I will just say this. You and I were talking about this the other day. People say, how come, Rod, you've got, had so much success in the recovery world with athletes? And I told you, I'd sit down in a room with them and just simply say, what's bothering you? Because most of us are used to being yelled at What's wrong with you? Why can't you get your shit together? Nah, 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 nah. No, it's just a language thing, right? And, uh, and, yeah. and they, but athletes want guidance. They want structure. And they're used to being told what to do. It's military, same thing. But as you said, well, it wasn't even that. I was meeting with that guy here in Florida last week, maybe two weeks ago now, because he wants to get into this. And he was a business guy. And he goes, no, 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 entrepreneurs don't want that. He goes, I was one. I am one. We don't want structure. We don't want to be told what to do. And I said, that's why I don't deal with guys like you. I don't get you. So maybe you can have some success with these guys. I'm done with them. Uh, Ricky, my kind of guy. And frankly, Manziel too, but it just seems like that guy is literally beyond hope. We'll be back. Jeff Fairholm is on the way. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contour design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it. But it's a fact, just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code Show. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code Show and get them all in one package. The promo code Show gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code Show. You can thank me later. Okay, we're back on the old RP show. Don't mind me. And I know you're not. I'm just uh, Instagramming something. Can we bring in Moose? He's in Toronto. I'm in beautiful South Florida. It's interesting, interesting, interesting. Dang, spell check. I was doing this post on a Bedard thing. And uh, what I was typing, cheering someone else's success won't diminish yours. And spell check changed it to dimish. Spelled it wrong. Dimish. Like, why would you spell check it to being wrong? I know. So anyways, I've had to go and delete everything and repost it. Uh, anyways, the, with, I don't know why. This is kind of an old school show today where we brought in a lot of uh, audience participation here. Jeff, the Stamps fans, brought some good stuff. Before I jump into the tonight's hockey games, and actually... Uh, CFL deal or no deal, we haven't got to yet either. But Jeff, the Stamps fan says, I can tell you society seems to be changing. There's a lot less yelling in the workplace with the newer generations. It's kind of nice. Who was it here brought up? Uh, B.W. from Edmonton says, walking away reminds me of a certain Winnipeg hockey player that walked away. Just had enough. Dustin Mufflin. He's had more money than he can ever spend. Doesn't want to play hockey anymore. <laughs> and again, nobody can understand it. He's like this generation's version of Ricky Williams. And if you went and asked Dustin Buffalo how he's doing, I'll bet she's going to say, great. Uh, John yeah. Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm says Gizmo Williams smoked a ton of weed. Didn't hurt his on-field performance. I don't know about that. I know Giz. We shouldn't talk about his off-field proclivities. But as a professional addiction recovery coach, I can tell you this. If it's not causing a problem in your life, what's the problem? We don't see any evidence that it was causing a problem for Giz. So do what you want. Yeah. That's when it starts to cause a problem. That's when you need to change or have a look at things. Then you can call me. Uh, if you need help doing it, because it's tough to stop on your own. A sports update here. Let's do this. Jeff Fairholm's on the way. We'll be talking some CFL with Fairway. The red-hot Vancouver Canucks visit the Ottawa Senators in one of 11 games in the National Hockey League tonight. The Canucks have reeled off four straight wins and sit in second place in the West. The Sens, meanwhile, coming off a 6-3 victory last night in Toronto. The Winnipeg Jets will try for their third straight win tonight as they host Smashville. Jets are third in the Central Division, Preds second to last. The Montreal Canadiens will carry a four-game losing streak into Detroit. And the Edmonton Oilers visit the San Jose Sharks in a battle of the league's two worst teams. Seattle Kraken forward Jordan Eberle will miss tonight's game in Colorado after suffering a deep skate blade cut to his upper leg. That happened in uh, practice yesterday. And the Chicago Bears host the toothless Carolina Panthers. Both of them are toothless. They're going to be gumming each other. 
Thursday night NFL matchup. The two teams meet for the first time since a blockbuster trade. Sent receiver DJ Moore to Chicago and gave Carolina the first overall pick, which they used to select Bryce Young. Reminds me of that fish biting uh, Chris from the Bronx on, on, uh, Saturday, on Sunday morning. I oh, bit me. Has he got teeth? No. <laughs> That's the Bears and the Panthers tonight. Sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In Landmark Cinemas, November 17th, Hunger Games, the Battle of Songbirds and Snakes, starring Rachel Zegler and Tom Blythe. And also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. We can get back into the life talk if you want, but I'm enjoying this other, I'm enjoying the actual sports talk, and I want to ask you this. Somebody wrote in here, I think it was Jeff the Stams fan, about the Flames calling up Dustin Wolf potentially soon. I'm sure they have their reasons for doing that. Maybe to reward him. I'm assuming oh, he did. Okay. I assume he's doing great things in the minors and has earned that opportunity. But the Flames don't play tonight. The poll question today is what is the game of the night in the National Hockey League? And our poll is brought to you every day by Key Auto Group. Driven by safety, experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. And uh, it's the Flames at the Leafs tomorrow night. So before we talk about all these other games, I know this now, and I just know it because I just got a little more experience than anybody else on our crew, just in terms of years. I'm the oldest one involved in this show Every year we get sucked into this thinking that the games mean more earlier than ever. No, every year we think that. Every year. And Calgary's at Toronto tomorrow night. The Tree Living Bowl. The Boston Pizza Bowl. Can we say that? Like, huge game for the Leafs. They're sucking it lately. The Flames going yeah. for a third straight win. Are they for real? Like, that's a big one, man. That game tomorrow is tonight's biggest game. The Flames at the Leafs. What do you think? I know. It really is. But um, comes to the poll question, we're not talking about it enough. Um, it's the Sharks and the Oilers. Like, whenever has a, has a game between the league's two worst teams, the bottom of the standings, mm. ever been the game of the night? Like, when is that ever the case? But, like, I honestly think that, and I don't know who the chief of police is in Edmonton, but you need to have the police service outside uh, the arena. You need to have the fire department outside the arena. Um, you need to, like, everything needs to be, if they lose that game, I do not want to be anywhere near the city of Edmonton if they lose to San Jose. Like, it's over. Like, it is over if they lose well, to San Jose. Well, I'm glad. I'm I'm really glad that you brought that up. Jen from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, I don't expect an Oiler win. Uh, Pickard, I believe, is starting. I would love to be pleasantly surprised, though. Greg from t with two S. Greg with three Gs writes in. Let's call him three G, Greg. He says, hey, Rod and Darren, who do we have winning tonight, Sharks or Oilers? I'll pick the Oilers. What are you, you going to pick? I'll, I'll pick the Oilers. There's no way. Like, they can't okay. lose. Well, you never, of course, there's a way. You never know. Of course. I would play the games. Yeah. But I just want to point in that Jordan Howie writes that he says, Good morning, Rod. I'm listening into the show from the Patriots House in Frankfurt, Germany. Excited for the game this weekend. If there's anything that would get me to go to Germany, that would be it. NFL football. I'm not anti-Germany, but I'd like to have a reason to go and something to do there that would make me feel like home. So good for you, Jordan, and thanks for tuning us in all the way from Frankfurt, Germany. How about that? But I wanted to ask you this. I voted for uh, Blackhawks at Lightning. Any game, I'm so used to being the odd duckling that I don't even care. For instance, I'm in the 15% that thinks the CFL East Final is the more intriguing game this weekend, but whatever. I think that the Chicago at Tampa Bay game tonight is the most important. Nobody else seems to other than the Bedard family and Mike Lee watching in Hawaii right now. Hey, Joe. So there's some NHL notes we need to get, we need to address. Don't let me forget about Bedard. 
and want your take on that, which incidentally, Serena and I discussed it on the Cats and Bolts podcast, Bedard's rookie season. It drops at 4 p.m. Eastern today. Cats and Bolts. But yesterday after Oilers practice, Jay Woodcroft said they demoted Jack Campbell as a message to his teammates. And then they interviewed the teammates. And they all, of course, on cue, were going to say they let him down. Evander Kane said that. And I'm thinking it's no different than grade two. We're going to punish little Darren because of all you kids can't shut up or you won't go to sleep. So he's got to go stand in the corner because you kids won't. It's the exact same mentality. And I, I can't really remember if it works. And if it works, does it work for long? We're going to make an example of this guy. We're going to humiliate this guy. From all accounts, the nicest guy on the team because you guys suck. Will it work? Great question. We're going to find out. I can't answer. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out. We're going to, we're going to find out how they play tonight. Is there any guilt? And, you know, you didn't beat Vancouver. You showed up to start that game, but then completely folded. Um, how will you play against the league's worst team? I mean, back-to-back games, San Jose allowed 10 goals. This is supposed to be one of the best offenses in, in the NHL. You mentioned all the guys, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Vander Kane, Zach Hyman, right? Like, they should score 15 goals on San Jose tonight if A equals B and B equals C and A should equal C, right? But nothing can be explained by this Oiler team this year. Guy. 3G Greg writes in and says, funny how a game against a bad opponent has way more pressure. Look at the standings and where Edmonton is. It's one rung down the ladder into the sewer to San Jose. They're both bad teams. So there's pressure on both of them. Guy. Uh, Patrolman Pete, by the way, in Winnipeg writes in and says, there's an old Chinese saying. Kill the rooster to scare the monkey. That's like the other old Chinese saying. If Kelly McCrimmon doesn't want him, you don't want him. And what do you think about Connor Bedard? 11 games, 7 points, minus 8. Deal or no deal? What do you think? Well, the minus eight doesn't scare me because I think that was going to be a given. Chicago was going to give up a lot of goals. They were going to be in a bad spot. They were never expected to win a lot of games. Um, I thought Bedard would have a faster start than this, but I I fully expect he'll go on a run here soon um, and get back up to close to a point a game. But seven points in 11 games, that's not bad. He's, He's playing pretty well, and he'll be right there as a finalist for the Calder and probably win it. It's your lucky day. It's your lucky day. We're going to play CFL Deal or No Deal before we let you go. Division final weekend edition, Moose. If you're ready to go, let's do it. I will give the betting lines, and Darren will decide whether he takes the bet or not. Then I'll tack on mine. It's brought to you by Bet Regal, our official betting partner. Sign up for free this weekend at betregal.net. The CFL Eastern Final has Montreal to Toronto. The point spread has swelled to 10 points. The Argos are favored. Deal or no deal? No deal. I'll take Montreal because the point spread got up to 10. Double digits. I'll take Montreal. A couple days ago, I would have taken Toronto. I'm still taking the deal. And in the West Final, the BC Lions are at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Bombers are favored by five now. Deal or no deal? I got a deal there. And for me, it's the weather and the climate. And I think it favors Winnipeg. Deal from me too, dog. Thank you, Moose. Everybody sign up at betregal.net for free today. Join the free club and enjoy this weekend CFL games. You're clear, Moose. We'll see, you, uh, we'll see you a little later. All right, Jeff Fairholm joins us next to talk about the Ryder Head coaching search and this weekend CFL division finals on Saturday. Yeah, with lots to get to a fairway next, live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. What a special surprise. I would say unscheduled, but that's not the case. We've had Jeff Fairholm booked in here for a while, but to my favorite all-time Rough Rider, two-time Grey Cup champion, Jeff Fairholm joining us today to talk a little CFL ball out there in the West. Fairway, good to see you. I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, if you don't mind, some pretty good uh, matchups this weekend. Montreal at Toronto, the East Final, Winnipeg at, uh, sorry, BC at Winnipeg, West Final. Who do you think advances to the Grey Cup in Hamilton? Deja vu all over again, huh? Let's, um, I don't know. I, you know, at, at the risk of going against, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen. I think Toronto's going to beat Montreal pretty handily. But I'm going to actually take BC over Winnipeg um, just to go against the grain a little bit. I think they're playing really well. If they can, you know, depending on what the weather's like, I haven't looked what the weather's going to be like. But, um, you know, I'm going to take BC as an upset. They're saying plus two uh, in Winnipeg and decent. I mean, you've been through the wars. And i got to be honest, my, dude, you were on the 89 Riders. Just charted my mind. It upset the 16-2 and two Edmonton Eskimos are yeah. you, in the West Final. Are you getting any feels of that particular weekend in this East Final? The 16-2 and two I, Argos, another former team of yours? Yeah, I always do at this time of year, actually. Uh, whenever we get into the playoffs, my, my I don't know what it is. I get tingles all the time. So it's kind of fun when the playoffs start because it's such a it's such a great time of year. It's because, you know, CFL all over the place. And, you know, it, when we played in, in the 89 um, semi and then the final, of course, beating a 16-2 and two team, it was, you know, it was obviously very special. And then beating Hamilton and arguably the best Grey Cup game in in history um you know i it's something that i'll never forget and and i hope these players really value that you know these chances don't come around very often and you know if bc goes into winnipeg and and loses again you know it's gonna it's you know they're gonna have to make changes obviously because they can't wait for winnipeg to get older um montreal is gonna have it you know really tough i think um i think toronto is ready for them um, I don't. I haven't heard anything uh, like we heard in '89 going into Edmonton, where you know there were a couple of players that you know said we were sheep going to slaughter and things like that. Which you know you don't want to put that kind of stuff on a, on anyone's bulletin board. But I haven't heard any of that coming from um, coming from Toronto. I know they have a tre tremendous culture in the locker room. Look at how many people they're signing early, coaches and players. And you know, I just you know it would take a miracle for Montreal to do anything against Toronto. They have assembled a super team over there in Toronto. And you're right. The only difference between this bunch and the 89 Eskimos is they have shut their yap and just gone out and humbly done their business. But if I may, why not, man? What, what do you remember about that snowy Sunday in Edmonton and why you guys were able to, why David beat Goliath that day? Well, we, you know, we were 9-9, nine and, nine and I think we had we had a culture and a team that just didn't falter. You know, we had a lot of, we had a lot of adversity during that year that caused us to be nine and nine. And we never got down on each other. Our locker room was very, very tight. We had, um, you know, we had a locker room, you know, even though we had some tremendous coaches, we had a locker room that just didn't let anything happen. We had a good mix of young and old. And, you know, we just believed that, you know, we could go in there and, and do it. Uh, we were one of the only teams that, that beat Edmonton during that year. So we had that in our back pocket. And, um, you know, being one of those two teams, we, you know, we felt like we could do it. And, you know, we had a tremendous game plan. I mean, our defensive game plan, people forget, but we blitzed the heck out of Tracy Hammond. They didn't have an answer for us. 
And then offensively, you know, we we studied a lot of film and we had a great game plan going in where, you know, especially on those in and out coverages and things, we had a great game plan for Ray and I um, to be able to to be able to get inside out or outside in on them. So that's how we scored those touchdowns. So, you know, it was just great game planning and, you know, we worked hard that's, you know, and we believe we had a tight locker room. It's funny. Uh, I had Rocky DiPietro on a couple of weeks ago. You may or may not know he's going to he is the CFL alumni of the year, along with Leo Ezrin's. And I said to Rocky, was that 89 Grey Cup the best ever? Because he was in it for Hamilton. And he's like, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> Somebody's got to lose. It was very classy of him the way that he answered that. I'm not I know that I couldn't pull it off that way. Um, if you were hiring the next head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, who would you be hiring, Jeff Fairholm? Well, I think it's got to be someone safe. Uh, you know, we've, you know, I don't think J.O. can go off the, uh, you know, off and, and, you know, take a chance on anybody. I've heard a lot of names being bantered about, and I just don't think that a first-time head coach would be the play right now. Um, I think bringing, you know, uh, people like, you know, Henry Burris up, and I think that's a great idea in time, but I just don't think it's right for the Saskatchewan Rock Riders right now. I think um, they need to go with someone who's relatively safe. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, the, the guy in Toronto is, or the guy in Hamilton is probably the number one pick. And then, you know, from there, I would sort of, you know, ease down into some offensive coordinators um, or defense coordinators who have who have really paid their dues who might be ready for a chance, but I'm hoping for the safe pick. And that's Milanovic. Let's say that yeah. he gets offered the world to stay in Hamilton, and, and and this is just you and me shooting the breeze, man. I I'm not going to hold you to any of it, but let's just say he's not available. Who is mm-hmm. your next guy? And the reason I say that is Paul Lapolice. Yeah, he's a close personal friend of mine, and I can't separate my heart and my head. That's why I'm not in a management role hiring anybody. But I think it's bunk when they say he's been fired twice because two things stick out to me on that. Number one, maybe he's learned something. And number two, the teams weren't very good in both places. I don't think that should preclude him from ever being a head coach again. But maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? No, I I agree with you. I think Lapo's great, and I love Lapo. He and I coached together in – in Toronto and you know we're friends as well and you know he hasn't been mentioned um I haven't heard his name a lot so maybe he's not sticking his name in 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 the ring maybe he's taking another year off to work with TSN but I think he'd be great I mean but you have to remember you know we're in a rebuild we weren't a very good team for two years either so you know does he really want to take a team like that but where else are you going to get a, a an opportunity to be a head coach he's been in Regina he knows it um he's a he I would call him a small town guy as well um, he's, he knows what the bubble is like there. Um, I think he'd be great. I, I think he should be on the list. He should be interviewed for sure, without question. Well, you're preaching to the choir. And the other thing is he knows the market. I don't think Scott Milanovic does. Yeah. As a matter of fact, last I knew, Lapo had a house in Regina. He was renting it. He's a very wise businessman, too. You know? And uh, how do, don't, you, of all people, must agree. You need to know that market because if you don't know what you're walking into, it would take you a year to figure it out. Absolutely. And I hope one thing that I hope one thing that the writers do is I hope they hire a coach that they mandate and they say you have to stay in Regina in the offseason. You know, this flying coaches in and out. I just don't think it works. And especially in a market like Saskatchewan, I think you need someone who's going to stay there help market the team, uh, help market, you know, what, what his plans are and things like that. So I hope they go that route. And, and Lapa would probably be that guy. He'd probably stay in town. Um, you know, I think, I think it would man, I would mandate that if I was J.L. for sure. I agree. But you also know, as someone who knows it as well as me, you win, you could live on the moon. They wouldn't care. You just need to win. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but I, but but I think you, I think you need to have it's a community-owned team. Let's remember, right? And and you know that. I mean, you live there. I think it's super important to have to have the coach and as many coaches as you can and players to stay around in the off-season market. It's just it's just what I think. It's what I would do if I was Jo. But it's a bubble, and you know it's it's tough. And yeah, you can win, but sooner or later you're going to lose. And I think you might buy yourself a year or two um, if you ingrain yourself in the in the uh, in the community. Um, but you're right. You know, it's, it's a tough place to play. It's like being a Maple Leaf in Toronto. It's, uh, obviously on a smaller scale, but it's the same idea. 
And, um, you know, anybody that goes in there is going to have to have their eyes wide open. Uh, because, again, this team is not very good, and they have a lot of changes to make, especially within the locker room culture, as I mentioned on past shows. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree with all those things. I've been saying it for a long time. Um, but I'm sitting here in South Florida. <laughs> they clearly don't agree. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see who they hire. Fairway, thanks for this. Enjoy the Great Cup, and uh, let's do it again soon. Look forward to it, Rod. Enjoy South Florida. It sounds awesome. Thank you, my man. The great number 18 slot back Jeff Fairholm, two-time Great Cup champion. When we come back, maybe we'll dump, uh, dabble, not dump, dabble in another sports update, see what's popping there, or just go headlong into the pool of comments and audience takeover in overtime, brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. It's all next in our final segment of the day, coming up next on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Overtime brought to you daily by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. A slap shot away from the old crossroads flea market. It's where skill and fun collide, an amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. Have we got you sold yet? Check it out this weekend, Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. Try out the Rod Peterson Show Lane, designed specifically for us and for the best shooters. It's licensed... It's got a bar and restaurant in there. What are you waiting for? Check them out. Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. Proud partners of the RP show. I'm going to jump right into the comments, and I know we can ride this out because we've got enough comments from our wonderful audience, the Rod Squad, to, to carry us. Brian in Edmonton says the Toronto-Calgary game, this is NHL, tomorrow night could be a showcase of trade partners. What are you alluding to? Are they saying that, Clark? Is it going to be a trade between the Leafs and the Flames? Is that what they're saying? Because Tree Living and Conroy are buddies? Yahoo! Anybody? Okay. Okay. He says Nikita, Nikita Zadorov, Chris Tanev. He said Markstrom's been mentioned. Yeah, what did we say on the show yesterday? If I was sitting at the podium dressed in a suit and boot, I would say... Speaking into a microphone, we don't address rumors. I, I, I'm sorry, I just can't get into it. Why? It's wasted energy. That's, I, I understand how everybody wants to get into it. Well, who could do this? Who could do that? Not me. Randy from Winnipeg says, anyone pump for Thursday night football? Two and seven Bears versus one and seven Panthers. I probably won't be watching, but the reason I perked up when you said that is I want people's take on this. If I have it read right, I mean, we live in a different time than what we used to. The television ratings every week used to be published in the Globe and Mail, and you older viewers will remember this. In Canada, the U.S. audience has no idea what I'm talking about, but they would have the television ratings, even in, in my heyday, as John Shannon referred to it, his and my heyday. I, when he said that, I was like, I thought I was still in my heyday, but whatever. Nowadays, I don't know where the ratings are. So somewhere I saw on Twitter that the CFL ratings coming out of last weekend, the playoff, first round of the playoffs, was 50% of what it was 10 years ago. I mean, I don't really care. I was watching. I'll always be watching. But why are 50% less than 10 years ago? If that's true. Because I don't know where the ratings actually are, where if I would get them. Uh, but it's fun to talk about on shows like this, where facts don't matter. Coffee table, coffee table show. If that's true, why are the ratings down that much? Because I had a guy, Kurt, write me on Twitter from Lloydminster, 
former radio guy turned uh, car salesman, making some real cheese. Now, he goes, well, hey, everybody had to work on Saturday. Well, I'm like, well, you had to work selling cars, but not everybody had to work on Saturday. But he's speaking for himself. Most people do just speak for themselves. He's like, probably the car dealerships closed on Sunday and had the games, but on Sunday, he'd have been watching. Fair. But I don't know that that speaks for the whole country in a 50% cut. And it's why I don't, I don't understand. You can't ask, you know, you, you look at attendance dipping in various leagues. You can go ask the people that are there why they came. It's very hard to go ask the people that aren't there why they didn't. So I don't know the mentality of why the ratings dip. To, to tonight's game, it's not a great matchup, so I understand that. I understand. If you're not going to watch the Panthers and the Bears, I probably won't. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, with streaming being so popular, are the ratings even relevant anymore? They are to advertisers, Jerry. Very, uh, very important to advertisers. That's about it. The, I mean, it is a whole new world. Talk, like this afternoon, the podcast that Serena and I host, the Cats and Bolts podcast, will be dropped, as they say. And we're having people make comment, write us about comments she said, or I said, six weeks ago on the show. They're going back and watching six weeks ago. I would never do that. Having said that, we watch Netflix shows, and now we're into uh, the morning show, and that's been out for a few years. It's just, it's a different time. So again, we're in a very competitive industry competing for eyeballs, and I couldn't be any more grateful that you people have decided to spend part of your day with us because it's hard. It's very hard. John Ohm um, says, I'll be watching hockey tonight over that lousy Thursday night football game. Well, of course, the Jets are home to Nashville. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, is that a 10-year downward trend, a literal comparison to 2013? Uh, I don't even know where I should have screenshotted it. I don't even remember where I saw it. Ryan in Toronto says, the show was a ton of fun today. Then again, it always is. See you all tomorrow, Rod Squad. I'm going to get a haircut. Wouldn't you know it? Right when you're having a good hair day. See you tomorrow, noon Eastern, for a football Friday here on Game Plus and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.